Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies Online First, XTENDAV.com. Hello, Tone. Are you going to see the Sopranos thing or not? Are you just forever? I won't ask you about is it, it again. Yeah, but you got to get like HBO Max okay. and all this other stuff. I didn't know. I thought you had How it. about let, what's your problem? What? You don't have it. Uh, Andy, I got nine streaming services, okay? I got nine effing streaming services. Yeah, and I have an app for it. I pay for the app. That's one of the streaming services I have. Isn't it like an exclusive in-car video and audio? I don't know. Somebody help me out who has more. Oh, and it seems like you have some of these. Isn't HBO Max kind of higher? Yeah, it's like pole. 15 bucks, I think. Yeah, but isn't it higher, meaning oh, they have more programming and, than almost well, anybody? Because they have done, I believe they do like what Netflix does and has TV shows that they didn't originally have. Okay. Mm. Um, and then you have all of those great HBO programs and movies. Well, and Warner Brothers has that exclusive deal this year with them like, where they're releasing all of their movies. Looks like I'm going to watch this many, 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 many days after everybody else has. Yeah, Which is going to suck because everybody rips it. But you know what? I've realized this. You know, when we were talking about my mother when she passed a few weeks ago, I think I, I've always criticized my mother for her taste in movies because there are some bad VHSs, and I'm looking forward to going down and getting rid of those and taking pictures and setting them to you. Go look at this. I'll tweet them out, too. Um, I think I got a bad taste in movies, too. I think that's something that's hereditary. I thought about this. I dirty dirty work has a 14% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. No, but that doesn't count. Hey, when you go down the, the road of comedies, that is going to be very specific. Oh, really? Yeah, because there will, oh. be, there will be comedies. Let's say, for instance, what was... And it was it. Movie-wise, it was good. Did I laugh throughout? What was the... Ro- Birdcage, okay? Birdcage, Birdcage great movie. is critically acclaimed. But I'm not going to act like I sat there and was dying laughing. I thought it was a good story. Oh, I think Birdcage is a great I think, movie. I think it is actually better better for the screenplay, less of the humor, and more of the, I can't even say the drama that it was, but I, I was more into that than the actual attempt at the, the yucks. 
So I think they judge movies on a different basis where dirty work is, hey, we're going to have a bunch of punchlines. Mm -hmm. Office space, which I love, bunch of punchlines. There's a ton of punchlines. The story itself, who cares? That's not an award-winning story. Damn, you know what? You're right about that. Okay, never mind. Go back to Many Saints of Newark and what you were going to say. Go ahead. Oh, I, I just I just wanted to know so I can, I can bitch and complain about it to somebody who's seen it. We should do movie, re movie review Thursday, once a month. Yeah, well, we always said we were going to do something like that for the show, and then we realized it didn't translate well. Because we wanted to like watch it together, and we didn't realize that's a high crime. It's a bootleg. Yeah, we can't do that. We, we also, it was almost too much to give the homework assignment to our listeners. No one was ever going to get around to it, and then people were going to turn us off, not because they didn't want to hear it, because they're like, oh, I haven't seen the movie yet. So it was going to be really annoying that we, we it was going to be really hard to do that. It's true. Because yep. I wouldn't want to listen if two people were talking about something I hadn't seen yet. I'm just turning it off. So I like the Rewatchables podcast with Bill Simmons, and I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I don't mind Bill Simmons at all. I'm not one of the haters who are, like, crazy about Bill Simmons yeah. around here. Um, I don't really listen to a lot of other stuff on The Ringer. No offense to The Ringer. Like, there's a couple things I will, but I, it's whatever. Um, but it sucks because there's a lot of movies, and, like, Chris Ryan they have on there, and Kyle Brand a couple times, and a couple other people. Sean Fennessy, who's a movie guy. Oh, they, they, are, they like, went to film school. When they... <laughs> Go with movies I've seen. It is awesome. I can't. I don't even try. I don't even try to listen to movies that I haven't seen. Or if it's a movie you've only seen maybe once or twice and it was 15 years ago. Even that, I like it. Even then, I want to go back because then I might go back and want to rewatch the thing. But even then, it's like, eh, how much time do I really have to get to get into this? I have a list of movies I want to watch during the offseason that I haven't seen. I haven't, I haven't presented them to you yet, but... Uh, I'm coming up with a list of movies I haven't seen that I want to see. I have not seen The Town. Can you believe okay. that? I have I, not seen The I Town. I just think that is a fun movie. It's very fun. Really? Like, any time it's on, I can go back and watch it again. That's cool. But I, uh, I have not seen The Town. A couple other ones I haven't seen, but I'll tell you about those during the off season because we're in the in season right now. Yeah, it's tough. Time. It's tough to be able to get to anything at this point. So my, my girlfriend is one of those who's just never into movies. She has not Is seen. Is it bad if you call her your old lady? Are you allowed to do that anymore? That seems weird to me. Okay, never mind. She has not seen Shawshank Redemption. She has not seen Silence of the Lambs. And so I get giddy about the fact that I'm going to get to watch that through the lens of somebody yeah. who hasn't seen it. The problem with that is, is there's no, it's almost no way that I can't sit there and answer things during the movie. I didn't have anybody to answer those things for me when I watched it, and it was just self-discovery. Owen has a question. Go ahead. Are you worried because I did this with my my wife never watched anything before we met each, each other. So we watched a lot like Breaking Bad. She was not as impressed with it as I wanted her to be. So that's what's happening with us right now. Mm -hmm. We are in season three. We're at like episode 10 or 11. And she's okay with it. She thinks it's very funny. She thinks it's at times dark. She's onto the theme. She's not stupid. She gets the themes of the show, whether you should be rooted, whether my he's wife an, stupid. an anti-hero. <laughs> I didn't mean to call your wife stupid. Oh, but the, she, mm, she well. understands it. She's just, man, everybody's watching these shows with a phone and Instagram. Yeah. And you're just not going to get everybody's attention. Got to put it away. Which is, I guess, the difference with something like Squid Games, which I haven't seen. Not watching it. But everybody has to watch it. You have to, because... Uh, most people don't know. Are they, are they uh, South Korean? Yes. 
Okay, so most people aren't going to know the language. Still not watching it. And so they have to stare at the TV and read the subtitles. Yeah. Which is actually a good thing. Uh, Narcos was a tough watch yes. for a few seasons because I had to stare at it. I had to read all the... All, and, you know, we all know a little bit of Spanish, at least yeah. most people. No, I don't. And still... I took German in high school. Still, I'd still look over to my phone and I'm like, what just happened the last 10 minutes? Because yeah, uh, now I can't even hear or see it. That part sucks. Um, I... Uh, what else was I going to say? To oh, I showed Liz the... Because I got Peacock, right? I showed Liz one of my nine streaming services. I showed Liz the David S. Pumpkin sketch. She didn't think it was that great. I can understand why she wouldn't think it was great. But I saw... I don't even the, know if I thought it was that great the first time. I want to know if they can show the Shannon Doherty Salem bitch trials. I remember that. That was one of the funniest bleeping sketches I remember. I woke up this morning. I, I had to fall asleep on the couch because um, my partner was snoring. And uh, I woke up and I turned on immediately questions to the prime minister, SNL. You remember them? <laughs> Does the prime minister feel oasis is the best British? It's a very good sketch. But yeah, I was a little bit disappointed she didn't like David S. Pumpkins. How about this? Well, guess what movie she wants to see? What's that? Halloween Kills. Which one is that? Is That's that the, new, the one? new Michael Myers movie with Jamie Lee Curtis. Donald Pleasance will not be in it as he has died. Okay, Scream is coming back with the original main cast <sighs> members. And I'll watch that. I will watch it. And and what's crazy is it has been how many years since Scream? Has it been 25 years? Mm -hmm. 20? 20. Easily 20. Okay. Yeah, it has to be 20. Maybe more. Think about 98. It's over 20. I was in high school when it oh, came Okay, out. so it's been around that long. And then you look at... No one's driving around in an old Cadillac. You look crazy and you used to call me Superman around Mounds, Oklahoma. He's excited about that thing, too. Yeah, uh, Courtney Cox looks arguably better than she did back then. Uh, yeah, boy, you you're go, right. If you go through... Lord. The only one they made to look old is... Uh, who's Patricia Arquette's? David Arquette. David Arquette they made to look... Uh, but maybe I think it's only they make him look older. I don't even know if he really does look older. It is just insane how people, and it's not even just Hollywood now, uh, because it used to be that there'd be some people in Hollywood who would get bad plastic surgery. Now for them, there's almost no such thing as bad plastic surgery unless they just get too much of it. Yeah. But back then, there used to be bad plastic surgery. When did you get it? Did you get it in the late 80s? Did you get it in 95? Did you get it in 2000? Every year, so much more was learned. And so much, so yeah. everybody got so much better. And then... There was a brand new people were going into plastic surgery. I know Kenny. I, the only reason I know all this is because I have a friend who does plastic surgery and he's explained all this to me mm. that now you have better people getting into plastic surgery. They're like, why would I become a vascular surgeon if it's this competitive? But here, if I go into plastic surgery and I'm good at marketing, I can make so much more money and not much is at stake at not nearly as much. So you're getting best, better plastic surgeons. Prices have come down on a lot of these operations. So it's not even the Hollywood elite mm. who have the chance to do this. Now, are there bad plastic surgeons? Are there cheap plastic surgeons? Are there cheaper methods? Of course. And you can tell now. You can tell. But I'm watching the trailer to this, and everybody looks great. Nev, Nev uh, what's her name? Is it Campbell? Nev, Nev Campbell. Campbell looks great. Uh, I'll watch this. Because I, always, wow. I told you the other day, I think Scream is almost a satire on all of I those like movies this. at the time and there's humor in it 
and it's also a whodunit. So it's a bunch of hokey things all rolled into one. What was your favorite scary movie from that era? Your favorite horror movie? You don't. Uh, does House of Wax count? I watched it. I like Paris it. Hilton. Paris Hilton was in the movie and dies an agonizing yeah, uh, death of that movie, which yeah, is terrific. Does. And I love the fact that she didn't take herself too seriously to appear in that movie and die the way she died. I don't like spoiler alert. I don't like uh, Devil's Rejects. I thought that sucked. Loved Hated it. it. I loved Hated it. I love Devil's Rejects. Hated I loved it. it. Um, and House of a Thousand Corpses. I love both of them. Wasn't really a big fan of that one Holy either. cow, I yeah. love those movies. Sorry, Rob Zombie. I like Rob Zombie. I just don't like those movies. Um, I know I know what you did last summer. Yep. Ah, Freddie Prinze. Ah, yeah, yeah, you did. Um, okay, I asked you this during a break yesterday. Scariest, top three scariest movies you ever Hills saw. Remember the Hills Have Eyes, too? Remember all those came out the same yeah. time? Okay, um... I tried to explain this to you that I like a different kind of scare. I, I, this is going to sound so pretentious. It is pretentious. But like Friday Everything the, you say sounds pretentious. And I've seen every Friday the 13th except for the most recent two. I've seen it, but they kept coming out with them, and I said You're, I'm done finally. Oh, Friday the 13th. I watched I'm almost every one. I'd watched the original Halloween, Carrie. Uh, Car- actually, Carrie. Christine? Carrie. Seen Christine? No, I never did. It's, it's weird. But see, I like it. But see, let me ask you. I know it's more psychological thriller, so you wouldn't call Misery a scary movie, even though there are some of the scariest There's moments. There's some scary-ass parts in Misery, man. So that's what I mean. And I, I, I also told you... Eat it. Eat it till you choke. I, oh, my God. Oh, my I God. I love how Lyman... I say lines, and Lyman knows it's exactly so what they good. are. That's what we it's get along. It's so good. And how they made Kathy Bates' head when at the... Well, I, I don't want to... It's too grotesque. You don't want to spoil it. Uh, but also... I told you Rosemary's Baby is a movie near and dear to my heart. Is Hail it, Satan! Is it that scary? I think the feeling of dread throughout the entire movie is why I like that movie. I don't need a bunch of scary moments like, oh, what's behind that door? That doesn't do it for me nearly as much. It's kind of sat- not satirical. It's uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Is it satirical? In what way? I don't know. It's kind of sarc... No, it's kind of sarcastic, actually. Uh, a Rosemary's no. Baby isn't very scary to me. Not very scary. I just love the movie. Talk, I need to take a pill. Yeah, and I'm trying to think what else would be, I, I guess, all the poltergeists. Poltergeist um, is scary. I remember the second one because I had not seen the first one yet. The one with uh, the, the coach, right? Isn't he in the first one? Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Yep. Who's also in the Skulls, which we love. Skulls is a great movie. Uh, the Duel. Yeah, The Duel is so yeah. great. Yeah. But the second, the second Poltergeist, I think, buses. where they're in this very modern apartment and yeah. the, the Carol Ann, um, I will always remember that just because that was came out when I was like starting to watch stuff. I, and so, I watched that movie when I was like nine. So what's your scariest movie? Come on. Scariest movie. Know. Not best. Not best horror movie. Scariest movie. God, I don't know. I don't. I can't. I don't have a recall. Really? I can't have a recall of a bunch of movies that I would. Liz and I saw Paranormal Activity, and I was because this was right before like YouTube. Like there were such a thing as YouTubers mm-hmm. and, and big viral videos. I'm sorry. Now I got the coughs here. What about The Shining? Is The Shining? No. Uh, the Shining. I like The Shining. I'm not as afraid of it. I've never really been as afraid of it as others because I love Jack Nicholson. So I'm kind of taken in by the acting of Jack Nicholson and do everything you, like that. Do you like the movie? Oh, I love the movie. Goodness, yes. Yes. Big fan of the movie, but not scared of The Shining. 
for whatever reason, I remember the first time I saw The Shining was a snow day in the middle of the winter. It was on A&E. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is something I've been missing. My mom's like, I got this on VHS. And I'm like, let's watch it. And so me and my mom watched it. Um, what was I going to say to you about the, uh, which which movie was it? No, go ahead. You were going to say something about Which one? Well, I, I'm just trying to to get the litmus test Shining. of what, what is considered as, like the omen is very scary. Well, that's that's me. my number one. Okay. That's what I was going to say is my number one. Exorcist is up there. Yeah. Um, but the omen to me is just, oh, God. Like the original. I, yeah, I saw the, the original. One, yeah, I saw the one with Julia Stiles. the one Stiles. with Liv, yeah, Liv uh, Schreiber. What's his name? Liv Schreiber. Liv Schreiber. Yeah. No, I thought that one. Is that the one with Julia Stiles? Yeah. I thought that one was good. I thought it was really good and scary. But the one, the original one, is it's just terrifying to me. It's just terrifying. I don't think they show anything that's actually like very violent, gory, or anything like that. I just think it's terrifying. A child, and like at the end of the movie, he turns around and he kind of, mm-hmm. it's either we're either with the devil or the devil's like, no, nah, I'm watching you too. And here I am. And so that's, that to me is scary. That is a very, well, and the music terrifying was terrifying movie. too. Yes. yes. Um, Sixth Sense. That was brilliantly done. Movie was brilliantly done. I was very meh about okay. that. Sorry. Oh, you didn't like it? Yeah. My favorite scary movie is uh, is Halloween. That is my favorite. Now it's not the scariest, but it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it is scary, but I've seen it so many times because I think it's just so well done. It's taken the scares out for me. Um, that part is is fine. What about Problem Child? <laughs> what about to- Pumpkinhead? Remember, well, that, he could be pretty scary, too. Yeah, after Brown's loss. My yeah, God. my God. I used to be terrified of it. Yep. And I know that yep. that's like kind of campy. You know, to, uh, it is. And the ending was horrific. Why, why am I drawing? Who am I missing? What? The actor. Uh, Tim Curry. In, in that- Tim Curry. Oh, thank Tim Curry. You. God. Oh, and I, I kept wanting to say Tim Robinson. Uh, Tim Curry. Great in that movie. Thank you very much, Owen. I appreciate it. You didn't it. scare me. <laughs> Uh, it it was a uh, I was I remember watching it with um, the lo- the long family down the street and I was terrified of that. Um, but o- overall, like scary all the movies. blood coming out of the faucet. I'm not big on gore. I know, but I, that yeah. that always stuck with me because I watched it very young. And the comedian slash magician was in that movie. What was his name? Harry uh, from from court. David Copperfield. <laughs> Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. Thank you. Yeah, he, he was a comedian. People forget he was a comedian. Yeah, he was. What about Nightmare on Elm Street? That one didn't do anything for me. Really? I know. Really? I know. Wow. I know. Crazy. The Exorcist. Yeah, that was scary. I uh, and like every tourist, when you go to DC for the first time, you go to the Exorcist steps in Georgetown. Not as scary. <laughs> first time I saw The Exorcist, I was. In the most expensive neighborhood in the world. Actually, I was in college the first time I saw The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And when, uh, what did he say? He says, when the priest goes in there, he goes, what's the girl's name? Linda Blair. What's, what's her real oh, name in the movie? I, I and not, her real name's Linda Bear. Linda Blair. But he asks again, he goes, that'd be way too far. Wait, that'd be way too much of vulgar display of power. I was like, oh, the Pantera. <laughs> like that's, I, I remember doing that out loud. And my friends were like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys don't like Pantera. Yeah, you watched it in the wrong order. Yeah, you yeah. didn't know. Sorry about so yeah, that's uh, I like The Exorcist, um, but are you gonna get uh, in this vicious debate about what constitutes a Halloween movie? 
Daryl's trying see a lot to, of people doing that. Daryl's trying to bait me into it, and I'm not doing it. I did not respond to him on Twitter. I didn't want to do it. I just I don't think because Ghostbusters got brought up of whether or not it was a Halloween movie, and I realized I was getting worked into a shoot uh, by Matt Fontana, and I wasn't going to do it. I'm like, no, it's not a Halloween movie. The movie was released in June. Now I know that Halloween itself actually came out in November. Think about that. Did it really? Yeah, the original Halloween '78 I think came out in November. Um, which was right after Halloween, obviously. Which Halloween's such a weird movie, or Halloween's such a weird holiday because right after it's like time for Christmas, time for Thanksgiving. Like you do not oh, want to pay. You don't want to do anything dealing with Halloween. Like after Christmas, there's this like, oh, I miss Christmas. I miss that whole feeling of Christmas. But in Halloween, you're just moving on. Bye. See you next year. That type of thing. That's true. Which is weird that it was able to make money that way. Well, I just thought of another. another. Is, is Children of the Corn supposed to be a scary movie? The Children of the Corn. I remember watching that very young. You're watching promos for that? That's what they say. Oh, I'll have to go back. A place where adults cannot live. Stephen King's The Children of the Corn. I forgot that was Stephen King also. Man, that guy ever take a break from writing? Cujo. Never saw it. The, ghost of Tom, the girl who loved Tom Gordon. The ghost of Tom Gordon. <laughs> The ghost of Josh Gordon. One catch, 11 oh, yards last oh, week. He was the ghost of Josh Gordon. You got to work him in slowly, Tone. I know. I know. What else you got for me there? Uh, Extend Technologies, XTNDAV.com. I just want to know if we're finishing up the yes. scary movie conversation. Yeah. All right, on to where I should be buried. Can you believe it's 19 grand to be buried, at, or at least to dig the hole at Lakeview Cemetery? And I still think to get top priority billing, on location, you're going to have to fork over more. You're going to have to grease, on, grease some palms over that, there. Man. I mean, that's a funeral business. They're, they're not just giving that stuff away. What a, what a racket. I mean, I guess any business can be considered a racket to some oh, extent. I just remember when I wanted to tell you about paranormal activity, and now I, we've already moved on. To hell with it. I'm all ears. Okay, I just want to say I love that movie. It was scary as hell. Liz and I had to take – we were just dating at the time. And we were, I remember we were sitting in her bedroom, we were watching it. I mean, we were, we had just started dating when that movie came out. And we were, look, we were watching it, and I was terrible. We had to take a break. Like, it was that scary. And then at the end, like, the ghost comes at the camera. I'm like, oh, man, this was all a fake. What are you doing? <laughs> I was so pissed at that movie. Because I go, you guys, I've not watched a single paranormal activity after it. Because it's so dumb. Like, Blair Witch. People believe the Blair Witch oh, Project that's right. was real. Yeah, and I saw it in that's movie theater. That's why I was so disappointed. Everybody saw it in a movie theater. I go, you dumbasses, you fool, you total idiots. You guys could have kept this thing going and yeah. you ruined it. Like the Blair Witch, the Blair Witch just ends. And it's like screaming and you don't know. It's you don't a, know. It's actually a brilliant ending. Exactly. And so people believe, people went in those woods in Maryland and were looking for the Blair Witch and people believe, this is obviously before like, the smartphones and the internet ruin everything when it comes to fun, which it does. People believe that stuff and went on field trips to Maryland. Or I think it's Maryland, right? To go in those da- to go in those damn Remember, woods. You went to the movie not knowing. Oh, you went to the God, movie theater exactly, having no idea whether this was a documentary, whether it was fake, whether yes. it was a movie. And the whole promotion was they found this documentary footage. We're we're, we're putting like everything was like. It was almost like pro wrestling. Like, could, could this be real? Is this not real? This was meant to be real. Oh. And they didn't do it. And then I saw Paranormal Activity. I'm going, this movie. Like, in your head, you're going, this is such a great movie. And you're believing that it's real. And then they did the end. I go, God, you idiots. I was so pissed at the end of that movie. 
I was pissed. I, I was two, literally upset. Two more horror movies now that I'm All right, then we go back to where, where to bury me. Go now, ahead. Now we go back to the horrific last two, uh, last two possessions for the Browns. Uh, the, I love how we come on here and we don't talk about the Browns. The Ring. The Ring was... Even when they're good. The Ring was a very good movie. Yes. And finally, I think it was Martin Scorsese. Uh, Shutter Island. You know, I didn't see Shutter Island. Oh, you got to see it. You got to no, see it. No, 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 no. Got to see it. I saw The Glass House. Didn't see it. I saw... So it's just two guys who have seen completely different movies. Really a waste of time for anybody listening to this yeah, podcast. Hey, here's two guys that can't speak the same language about a movie because they haven't seen any of the same movies. We've seen a lot of the same movies. We just did. You said you didn't get anything out of Nightmare, Nightmare out of Elm Street, yeah. which, boy, that was surprising. Um, okay, where should I be buried? How are you going to be buried? I hate the thought. Will you be buried this. or will you be uh, put in an urn? What are you going to do? I, I, I don't even want to think about it. Why not? I hate that because it takes away my, my vitality. It makes me, it makes me start to... Uh, for the first 30 years of your life, Ken, you feel like, what's next? This is going to be amazing. Here's the ne- this is next, and this now is a- and you feel young. Hill from here. And, and I felt that way even up to like 39. Yeah, you did. The last year of my life has forced me to have to contemplate some things that I've put off for 39 years that more nor- most normal people have already allowed to seep in. Yeah. And so even beginning to think about that and well, do I have to have a living will? My God, that stuff puts me closer to a spot that I have avoided thinking about for a very, very long time. And it's just going to get worse, obviously. Your, your friend's parents are all going. Then it becomes your friends. Well, then it becomes you. Will Owen be buried uh, in Oklahoma, or will he be buried here? It's going to be too much money to go all the way back there. I've always said burn me up. Just burn you up? Burn him up. Just because I haven't, I haven't been there for 22 years now. Almost. Would you even recognize it? No. And I'm not I've, – I've started to come around to – I've been here for a decade now. I've been in Avon Lake. I do stuff in the community. Yeah. So that might be an option, but – Do you do good stuff in the community? Or? <laughs> no, only I – Throw nails in you know, the middle Jimmy, of the street. Jimmy Demora did stuff in the community. <laughs> I go, I go bash mailboxes every chance I get. <laughs> Tape room mailboxes is a felony offense. Right? Uh, isn't it incredible? Like Owen has has. It, there will come a time where Owen will have spent more time outside of Oklahoma. It's true. Than he has. I already have. Well, he already has. He's oh, he already 30, has. He's I've already. This is now my second longest residence up here. That's right. Yeah, that was weird to me when I when I was. Um, outside of Chesterland. And then at some point I'm like, yeah, Chesterland is a distant memory to me now. Okay, can I be buried here or am I buried in Canton? You, you, I asked you this one time years ago. You said Canton. I said Canton at the time, but now, now you've spent enough time here. People know you here. People... It's a weird gatekeeper there you have there, but that's okay. Yeah. I think you've earned it now. Do I have to be buried in the borough if I stay there? Well, if you're there for 50 years. I mean, the borough is 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. You can get better rates. Yeah, but it's not Cleveland. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand. You know, the borough's a nice place, but I've only been there a couple years. I've been in the fabric of Cleveland for the last decade. You know, you grew up, you wanted to live in Cleveland. No offense to Streetsboro, but when you're coming from Canton, you don't say, I'm moving on up to the borough. I'm moving on up to Cleveland. Man, that's I just, what it was. I just, I just, I know that some families want everybody, you know, buried together, you know, same plots. Mm-hmm. I just, that is not going to be the case with me and my demise. I think that's a, 
I think that's a long time thing that, or that's an old thing that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, it doesn't? I didn't even know. Yeah, I don't think that happens anymore. The, the whole, I, I think a lot more people are, I mean, it takes up a lot of real estate to bury somebody, but right? I don't go, it does. I don't go, I don't go to where my mom's buried. I know it's a weird, some people are different on this. I am very different on this. Okay. I do not like that. I don't go to the funeral, uh, to the uh, cemetery. I um, She's over at uh, All Souls. I do not go. It is, it really? is, it is something I can't do. Is that a can't personal do. thing for you? Yeah, definitely. And I don't think my sister goes re- either. That's fine. I respect that. I, I, um, everybody's different, though. Some people, I mean, you see when you go, because when I was younger, when I was younger, we went and went to where my grandmother was, same, same spot, and I would see so many people outside in their chairs uh, grieving, and this could be years after, and the whole thing seemed off to me. Just seemed off. Like I didn't need that place to have those memories. I didn't need that. I will to this day, uh, about once a year. I can't believe I'm gonna admit this to you here, but it's a podcast. I can do this. I will go. My mother was uh, my mother was cremated, so mm-hmm. we won't have that. I'm I'm not sure how my dad wants to do the ashes. He's like, do you want some of them? I'm like, well. Don't you want to keep her together? He goes, yeah, but people do that where, you know, and you're, oh, I'm yeah. our only son, I'm our only child. So it's like you can get some of them and I can get some, whatever. We'll figure that out. But I'm like, well, if I move you up here, then really you'll just, what are we splitting her, what are we splitting her up for, right? Like, you know, you can keep her with you until you go and then I can get a two for Sunday. Um, I will go to my, okay, I'll go to Louisville where my grandparents are buried, right? And I will, you know, I, I, somebody goes over there. I think it might be my Aunt Betty, but I'm not sure. Somebody goes over there and cleans off the grave. And then if I go there, uh, if I'm in the neighborhood or whatever, and since I live in streets where I'm actually a lot closer than I used to be, it's not out of the way, I'll go take a trek and stop by there for 10 minutes. I will then go to my Uncle Jack's grave, which is right down the path from my mm-hmm. grandfather's grave. And I will tell you to this day, I will just weep. <laughs> At my, it is the damdest thing. I will lose myself, lose myself wow. to the what point. Is, where how old were you? I was seventeen okay. when he passed, and there was a lot of, there was a lot of just un. There, there's, there, there's no closure there with my, with how my uncle died and, and everything. There's no closure. Um, his wife had passed before him. He became really a hermit. In a lot of ways, and we were very close, very close. My my so uncle, that's why, yeah. my cousin Jimmy, my cousin Jimmy's significantly older than me, seven eight years, and uh, which is a you know a lifetime, maybe ten years now that I think about it. Um, and so we were very close, and then he withdrew from the family, and he was like basically like he was out there. And my dad and him had a falling out, and then he passed, and it was just like this sad, sad thing. And then I remember how close we are, and so it, it becomes very emotional with other to the point where I had Axel with me one day, and I went out to the I went out to the cemetery, and I took him to my grandfather's grave with my grandmother. I would not take him to my uncle's grave because I knew I'd cry in front of him. Yeah, even in that situation, you yeah. couldn't you couldn't get my out whole of that goal mode. is not to cry in front of the boys. Like when my mom died, I went right downstairs to my office, and that's where I took care of that business. Uh, I'm very. Which is weird because I'm an extremely emotional person, but I wanted to segment that and and do it that way. My grandmother, I won't. My grandmother on my mom's side, I have not visited her grave since my grandfather died because he's buried with her. And the way they did it, and I almost caused a scene. Oh boy! They bury at sunset where Thurman Munson is. They bury them on top of each other, 
and I wanted them to pull my grandmother's crypt oh out. Oh, my God. Put him down. I hated my grandfather. I've told you guys that story a million times. On my mother's Did side, they even the, do that? Is that for the, a nominal fee? Will I don't do know. That? I want him to do it bad, but everybody was standing there. I go, I can't believe they're going to put this asshole in here this way. I can't believe this is happening here. He was. He was the worst person. He was the biggest bastard who ever lived, and I couldn't imagine how the family could just sit there and act like he wasn't. That's what pissed me off the most about his entire funeral, and frankly, that's why I'm glad my mama didn't have a funeral, just because I didn't want to see those people I have to go, oh, she's with dad again, knowing that they're so full of you-know-what. I can't stand it. Sorry. So it was just better this way. That's what, well, hopefully that won't happen to me. Well, that's that's all I'm asking. I know more people now hopefully than ever. Hopefully my son won't stand around me and go, you know, he's the biggest bastard who ever lived, right? Aren't, aren't the, like Bing Crosby's kids. Aren't, aren't the stats Aren't the stats out there, the advanced analytics on this? Oh, and pull it up. Oh, and if you could pull it up. Could you pull up what percentage of... Of you know this next generation of people are being buried as opposed to <laughs> I being bet there's cremated. Very few. I bet there's very few. Yeah, it, it seems just, like cremation is it's so much more affordable. Who has the money? You can have exactly. You can have cremation. I just I can't see myself being burned. Well, I also can't yeah. do it. I know it's like well you're not alive to see it, Kenny. It's like yeah. yeah. Still. And what about what about the uh, let's be honest here, the secularization of society it's, huh. it's a less religious society today than it was oh, yeah, at like, least in, in our country yeah. uh without a doubt people are well my mother was devoutly religious and still was cremated th- but that's that's what i want to know this generation right now when we all die if if some of the uh, because i've seen the, the numbers of churchgoers it's plummeted it is absolutely plummeted in the last uh 20 years lizzie and i watch on youtube on sundays I ain't kidding you. And you think that's okay. How dare you? They get our money, don't they? Oh, they still do? Yeah. So now they just get it virtually. Now it's even easier. Oh, you think we're going to sit there and watch TV and I'm not going to be guilted into giving a few uh, a few bucks? Come on mm-hmm. now. This is me we're talking about. Do they have someone come I'm up a... on the screen? Do they do they have ads? No, they, they don't. Bought ads? They, don't. they don't do that. It's kind of just like an understood like, hey, you're getting to sit at home and do this. And I'm mm-hmm. soft. I'm easily guilted. Like so. when you're on that, uh, that Branch Davidian website. Uh, does it just come up and, and make you Venmo why, them the money? Why do you do this? Why? What do you mean? I thought... You're telling everybody, Liz and I are Branch Davidians? Core, core values that you shared? No. Uh, I stopped at the castration. <laughs> oh, is that I said, uh, nah. I mean, if you want to have sex with my wife, David, that's one thing. But I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> and he said, Wait. oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> what do you got on? All right, according to a new report, this is from 2017, though, by the National Funeral Directors Association, yeah. cremations accounted for 50.2% of funerals in 2016. That's up from 48.5. That's got to be the highest to date, right? Oh, I'm sure by now. This is a four-year-old report, so there's I mean, 80, about, 90% exactly. of people getting cremated now. Do you really want to leave? Because you just think about the burden, and it is. It's a burden. That's why I'm going to absolutely leave my sons with a tremendous burden. It's one more thing that they have to carry me through of how to make those arrangements and do all that. The last burden. The last burden I could possibly place on you. That should, be the, that should be the title of this podcast. The last burden. The last burden. Anthony and Ken delicately go down the road of tragic death and despair. And Every a, day's tragic. And eternal damnation. What's and, next? Boy, you ever think about what's on the other side? I actually don't very often. I do. 
You know, I've been watching too much Bill Maher. That's the problem. It's easy to just lose. Yeah. It's easy to lose faith in everything. Yeah. Fast forward through those parts. You didn't watch uh, Religious? No, I did not. No? Because I like him and I don't want to not like him. I just think it's if people want to believe in religion, that's their deal, and you please let them believe in their religion. Obviously, mm. Liz and I believe in our religion. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's good you do that. What you try to say there, Tone? I, I've actually, as somebody like me, who uh, I've tried to read as much as humanly possible, that stuff that correlates, mm. I think, uh, on both faith and anti-faith. <laughs> Is what I would call it. Maybe I keep that's two things branding. in my glove box, a Glock 45 and the Bible. I live in Streetsboro. The only time <laughs> we put down our Bibles is to pick up our Remington 870s. He's not lying, folks. That's good to, uh, you know, I probably read too much. That's a problem. The more and more you read, and I even tried to read. I, I remember I read this whole series called The Case for Christ. Uh, it's three books. Big part. Lee Strobel wow. is the author, and he's a journalist. Big J journalist Big J. Who, wow. who went out as a denier and went out to try to figure out figure out what was going oh, on. Oh, Liz watched that. Oh, she saw the yeah, movie. Liz, watch it. I've read the stupid books. Should just watch a movie. I realize I, I need a silver Sharpie. If Those are nice. listening, I need a silver. Those are very nice. I need a silver Sharpie. How many autographs do you have to sign? What are you signing? Um, so I need to send a picture for somebody for their office. And I said, because of the thing, I need a silver Sharpie. You're going to sign your Glock? I'm going to sign Glocks. Yes, that's what I'm going to sign. Wait a second. Somebody asked for their study. They asked for a signed autograph of you? Yeah. Was it Baker Mayfield? <laughs> what? What are you trying to say? Well, that caller. Come that on, caller today. That was George. Was that his name? His name was Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Yeah, sorry. Which is weird. I got you know what? I'm glad you brought this up. And I know we gotta go here soon. Very soon. This is the biggest crock I've heard of. So earlier in the day, I get somebody sending us tweets, bitching my ear off, saying that I carried the, all this water for Baker. Later on, we get Roger in the falls. Who's a nice enough guy bitching our ear off saying that we're ripping Baker and we don't deserve Baker? I mean, which one is it, guys? Which one is it? It's okay to admit that he's not a franchise quarterback or he's not an elite quarterback, isn't it? Isn't that okay? Like, I know it's not it's not Baker's fault that we went 20 years in the desert and we had stupid ideas to say, oh, no, we'll draft this other position first. We'll get our quarterback in the second round or we'll get our quarterback 22nd overall or we'll draft some old guy 22nd overall and he'll be our starting quarterback or we'll draft some drunk from Texas to be our quarterback or we'll draft some guy in the third round and we'll force him in to be the quarterback very soon or we'll take Derek Anderson, pay him some money, and then he'll go tits up. Like, it, it's not it's not Baker Mayfield's fault for that. But because of that, you feel that this guy, who does actually have talent and is actually good, mm -hmm. you feel like it's owed. It is owed by the football gods that he be better than Mahomes and Allen and Herbert and all these other Burrow and all these names that we we bring up. And if he's not, but we're still winning, that ain't good enough. That ain't nearly good enough. Which that sucks. That really, really sucks. And frankly, our our expectations for quarterbacks have changed. There will be a day. Mark these damn words. If we're paying these guys so much, there's no middle ground. They'll just move on. I mean, if you, Josh Rosen is an example. Josh Rosen, that, that's that's beat. That's a bad one there. But the other ones, we'll just move on. I mean, you're seeing you – know, Jimmy Garoppolo is probably the example. You can win with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's just hurt all the time. Where did Rosen go, by the way? What, what College? No, you UCLA. Would trap, no, trap pick. Uh, 
11th. 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 Where did Herbert go? Herbert went 10th, 11th. Herbert went after Tua. So we can, but we're still just guessing. After all this time, I know it's a different topic another day. We're still just guessing. How, how there were people that said Rosen should be number one. Idiots. Idiots, I tell you, Adam LaVoy, Anthony Lima. Uh, people that thought Rosen should be the guy. There were very few people that, I mean, we weren't in the, the, the hunt for a quarterback, obviously. How many of our fan base? How much I love the guy, base? by the way, who sends pictures of his of him having his wedding pictures outside St. Ignatius. Sends us pictures making fun of me and Liz at oh, church. Yeah. yeah, the guy who gets his wedding pictures at St. Ignatius. Hey, Liz, let's get our wedding pictures. Where? Right outside my high school because I'm weird. You're like the guy who gets hit in the nuts with a wiffle ball bat in Varsity Blues. Cookie pie. You're pathetic. Go ahead. Uh, it seemed like a lot of the pundits I heard were just not all that into Justin Herbert. But a lot of them were into Rosen. Tough talking Ken's here, by the way. I love it. I love it. And yeah. already Herbert in year two, we've just decided it's a franchise quarterback and probably elite. The Herbert people were. Um, they were. There were Herbert people. No, the Herbert people were, were scouts. Yes. Correct. That's what it was. But the people that do this every year that uh, come up with their consensus lists and nobody was saying Herbert was going number one, number two, number three, number four. You just didn't hear any of that stuff. Yeah, and that will do that for the podcast. Yeah. Brought to you by Extend Technologies. It's pretty XT, morbid. E-N-D-A-V.com. We thank you very much for listening. I don't know if you saw this from CBS Sports. Oh, is this a new, uh, a new, a new area that could be cornered in terms of the death market by Extend Technologies? Digital tombstones. You watch me rot. You watch me rot. Oh, they can put a camera down in the coffin and then show you... Show you the video yeah. on the tombstone? Yeah. It's brilliant. Do you see this uh, story here by CBS Sports? Go ahead. Time running out for Ed Ogeron. How about Urban Meyer? Who gets fired first? Uh, I send uh, I send the links to a uh, certain somebody uh, from houses that they could find over there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, who are you talking about? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.